Welcome to the New Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you are encouraged by this message by Pastor Tom Sturbins. In and around our home all week long, Brenda and I have just been talking and dreaming and hearing from God. Let me say this, New Hope, um, I'm just going to give you sort of the decree of the Lord. This place, our church, our call to our corner of the kingdom and responsibility for this region is this is a place of encounter. I've been a pastor for 40 years. I study the word. I study church life. I study people. I study needs. And we do the church stuff that church things are supposed to have. You know, we, all the stuff. And I may regret saying what I'm about to say. We come in and we have everything orchestrated like any other church you'd want to go to that has the right pieces to be a contemporary church. We have lights and stage and musicians and music and we have videos and we have a really cool cafe. Isn't that awesome? We are called to be a place of encounter. I can only answer for me. I can only answer for New Hope. I don't know if church is going to get less cool. I suspect that. And more awkward. I suspect that. I have lived long enough. I have counseled enough. I have dialogued enough. I have broken down life. what has to happen for people for for hope to land is for the Spirit of God to engage them. Listen to me. Pull them across to another world. I, I want everyone to stay here and this may not work. You may think it, it just lost all motion. But this is the image that I got. Um, Amanda, run the video, but I don't want the audio up. I don't want the audio, it will be distracting. Run that first video. I don't want the audio on. I just want to explain this little movie clip and how this thing, of all things, I was just praying, God, what should it look like? Just play that little clip, if you can see it. It's from a a silly comedy movie called Jumanji. I don't know why it's small on the screen, but watch the screen, please. The, the, the thing is this, they start to play a silly game and they put, turn the game on. And what happens in this game is watch what happens because this is the, the closest picture or image. And you may chuckle inside and say, this is what you got from God. They plug it in. They try to unplug it. They discover there's a power in the game 
that's not from the wall. I could preach a sermon on that. And then they choose their own character and they engage in the game. But what happens here in just a second in this clip, watch what happens, because it's the closest visualization of what I'm praying is going to happen and needs, it does need to happen. Because in a moment, when they engage the game, they choose their character, the game switches on and it engages them. And just, just watch for about 30 seconds. They end up landing in an, in an alternate reality and they have become something that they aren't here in the real world. And I wanna tell you what's happening here this morning and what is desperately needed in this room. And I guess that clips over. So um, um, I wanted him to just see that one part, Amanda, if we can get that far. Just watch this, please. Okay, look. Okay, that, everyone look now, turn the lights back up. Did everyone see that whatever they gauged, it, it sort of broke, it just, in other words, this sci-fi movie, they broken down at a molecular level, they're sucked into another world. Here's what I've been praying for two weeks daily. Father, by your spirit, we have to have Holy Spirit encounter. It is not walking away with clever lists of cliche phrases taken from your word. If the word of God does not usher us to a threshold of two worlds. See, and the closest one that you hear me talk about for years is Revelation chapter four, where John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. He was in a horrible place. He was stuck on an island and he, like these people, was sucked across into another world. And he began to see certain things happening in the brokenness and the uncertainty of his reality. In the most unlikely moment, he was trapped in a bad place. And he gets sucked across into another world. He sees God on the throne. He sees all of this stuff happening. We'll perhaps come back to this next week. But listen to me, beloved. He says, and what I saw was the Lamb of God. Everyone listening to me. If you're new to Jesus Christ or new to faith, he saw the risen Savior. He saw Jesus Christ in the heavenlies. He saw Jesus Christ having been slain. That's important, you see, because on the cross, Jesus conquered everything that would conquer us. And it was a risen Savior that he saw. It said, bearing the marks of one freshly slain, he took the scroll of God's will from the hand of the Father. And I had never noticed this before. But I want to tell you this morning, and maybe here's the stopping point for today. The first thing that happens, everyone track with me. See, I, Diana, I wish I could be sitting across from you and, and, and just, I wish I could talk to you sincerely one at a time. I know you've been standing for a while. Indulge me, please. I wish so desperately I could be talking to you one at a time and say, 
Let me explain to you what this picture is from the book of Revelation and the power of the cross, a resurrected Savior conquering, and and he steps into the heavenlies. John is sucked across to see what's happening on the other side. Why? Because John needs to see that. Beloved, you need to see that there's a world outside of this world and is being governed not by the problems, the pain, the suffering, the sickness, and the realities, but there's a force just on the other side that will give us hope to live in this world give us hope to preach and share a message of hope but it is only as we engage in the spirit and you say dude you've just gone out there maybe I have I've preached a thousand really good sermons But I'm telling you what we have to have for a world in need is a spirit engagement where they walk in and gather with another believer or pray with you at Starbucks or or we gather here on Sunday mornings and the spirit of God just simply penetrates this place. Maybe our liturgy will be lost, but hurting people will walk in here. You and I will walk in here trapped in a horrible world with everything we could outline from a, a bad marriage, bad job, bad finances, sicknesses, problems and then suddenly we are sucked across into another world to see something beyond this world and suddenly we're made something we were not in this world and suddenly we come back to this side of this world you want to know one of the first things that happens I had never noticed it he said when he took the scroll of God's will and authority when when the lamb took it in his hand the very next verse says and the elders came forward with the bowls of all of the prayers of the saints how have I missed that? How have I missed that? Let me, let me preach to somebody here this morning. You see, you want me to tell you the first thing encounter does? There's somebody standing here this morning that feels like you've prayed prayers. And there's not, God, have you heard anything? Have you, have you even seen, do you know what I'm, Why is it the first thing that a lamb, the first thing, thing the lamb does is he wants to send the message that I haven't lost one of your prayers. I haven't lost. Bring them out. But why the first thing? Three chapters later, Pastor Matt mentioned it last week. You want to know what's going on in the heavenlies? I, I've almost memorized this entire section. Get this picture. The seraphim saying, holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty. Right out from the throne of God is the Lamb of God. Uh, And then from beyond them is the, the elders declaring, worthy art thou to receive glory and honor and power. And right out from that, then it says there's myriads of angels and the redeemed joining in the song. It is crazy noise and worship going on around the throne of God. How many know that's important? There's just this crazy worship, but you get to chapter 8. And God says, stop everything. There was silence in the heavens. Why did he do that? It said, that bowl of prayers, bring them out. God stops the seraphim saying, holy, holy. The elders saying, bless the art. Everybody get this? I need to tell one person here today. You wandered in here. You need a Holy Spirit encounter. 
that you can walk from this room with some sense of confidence. See, you need to be sucked across into another world of encounter here. It's not going to be just by your thinking or a mental discipline or some little three-step deal you're going to do tomorrow morning as you get up for your meditation time. That's cool stuff, but you need an encounter with God this morning where you can walk from this room where you understand that that as, as inconceivable as it is, I don't understand it. That God would shut down everything else to say, Tom, I want you to know I've not lost your prayer. I've not lost your prayer. We're a place of encounter. We're going to be a place of encounter. I pray that it is awkward. I pray that it is God. I don't know, it may chase people away, but what's going to happen? People are going to come here that need God. They're going to start coming here and God's going to direct them here because that's where our prayer and fasting is going to go. A week from tomorrow night, we're going to meet here for prayer. I'm asking the, prayer, the, the pastoral staff and elders to start it with me, with me, every Monday night through Easter resurrection. And we're going to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, put us in the path of the people who need it. Put the people here that we have to intersect with. We want the ugly, the left out, the pushed aside. We want those that are hopeless, that are devastated and destitute, that they can walk into a moment and a place of encounter with God and walk out. See, it won't make sense because you can't na nail the Spirit of God down. You, see, when the Spirit of God sucks us across into another world and then sticks us right back into the world that we're in, somehow we come back with this sense of hope and sense of realization that there's a Lamb, there's a throne, there's a God. I'm not alone. The three things that just get me over and over and over. My prayers are not lost. My song becomes brand new, and I am never alone. That there would, that would happen. See, you can't counsel that. You can't counsel that. We can talk, we can encourage, but until the Spirit of God just penetrates someone's heart, that is who we are, it's who we will be. That's what this place is about. And in the words of the prophet Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. Father, I love you. And I bless you and I praise your name. I want to come before you with a childlike awkwardness that dislodges us from who we are. Father, that sucks us across into another realm, into another place. I love you and I praise you. And I worship you and I ask it in Jesus' name. I don't know what's going to happen after this, but the Bible says if we lay hands on one another and we pray for one another and ask the Spirit of God to touch one another, we're going to do that. So I'm just going to simply ask this morning as we stand before the presence of the Lord. And I need pastors and prayer counselors. I don't know if Pastor Matt or Brenda, you have anything to exhort, but we're just going to sing another worship song. Um, Spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice. Hanging on every word. Hallelujah. Father, we love you and praise you and bless the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning, you're here this morning, and you need prayer, you're here this morning, 
and you need someone to agree with you in prayer. Come on, we're going to just do this. We're just going to do this, okay? It's not heads bowed and eyes closed. Just move out from where you are. Come on down here. We're going to pray. Or if you don't want to come here, wave your hand. I'll come to where you are. But right now, we're just going to agree together in prayer. Need prayer counselors, elders? Come on, we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray that God will pull us by the Spirit across into another world and put us back in this world with a deeper awareness that there's a world and a power beyond this world. Hallelujah. 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 I love you and I praise you and I bless you, Father. I ask it in the name of the living God. So be it, Lord. Thank you for joining us for the New Hope Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast or other resources, visit newhopeonline.com.